0: Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good, quick episode. I'm not sure this is going to be a standard length. But I wanted to talk about the election and the possibility of it supposedly going to the Supreme Court and being decided in the Supreme Court. Because there's a lot of misunderstanding about it and there's a lot of bullshit floating around. I want to clarify that for people. Now, for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer, practiced for 30 years. I am America's most trusted lawyer. But after this election, I'm not sure if Kamala Harris might not, in fact, be more trusted. (laughs) All right, enough fooling around. Let's go ahead and start the show. So there still is no actual decision, and you're hearing this idea that it's going to go to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court's going to decide it, and Trump's even saying he's going to go to the Supreme Court. Well, That's really, that's kind of premature. And, and just so everybody understands, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't vote because it's all a total load of shit. Your representation is crap. It's been watered down to nothing. The fundamental structure of the country has been changed through amendments and all sorts of other laws. It doesn't operate in anything close to the same. I'm simply making this for people who believe in the narrative or want to understand the narrative that's out there about the idea that the election could be decided by the Supreme Court. There are tons and tons of things wrong with that. First off, what happened back in in 2000 with the election, the problem that was going on in Florida with the stupid hanging chads, that was way more about actual process and violations of the Secretary of State and whether the Secretary of State could stop recounts or start recounts or whether the same rules were being applied all over the state. It doesn't have anything to do with whether or not regular ballots that come in and the state starts to count should or shouldn't be counted. This was recount after recount with all these different rules being applied. Just not even close to the same. It wasn't that the votes weren't being counted, like, oh, there's a pile of ballots there, we're not gonna count them. It's that, well, those ballots may or may not be countable. How do you count the hanging chad? (laughs) It's just not the same issue. It's not even remotely the same as a bunch of votes that come in as a result of a pandemic late when the state has allowed them to come in and they're using the right rules. It's just taking long. It's not going to happen. You're, you're not going to win that. You don't even have a right to vote for the president. See, you don't have any right. If your state gave you no right at all to vote for the president, there'd be nothing the Supreme court could do about that. They could be waiting for Pennsylvania to conclude a game of risk that they were playing that was going on way longer than they thought. And the legislature on one side could be busily rolling the dice in Kamchatka and going, you know, fives, fives, and just creaming the army right now. And that would be what we're waiting for. We're waiting for the conclusion of their gigantic game of risk because that's how they decide how the electoral votes in their state go. There's absolutely nothing unconstitutional about that. Nothing. That's the way it could be done. So to say that this is going to go to the Supreme Court, they're going to decide, people are imagining the Supreme Court's going to sit around and hear whether or not they're properly counting the votes or should they count more should they leave it open. The Supreme Court is going to be concerned about what is the actual law in the state. In Pennsylvania, they've already said that the votes can come in later. Well, the Electoral College election is not until the middle of December. What is the rush? There's no constitutional rush. They have Election Day. Okay, the Election Day has been held. It doesn't say you have to have your votes in by the end of Election Day. There's nothing in the Constitution about that. There's nothing in the law about that. You can't even do it. It's it's just the legal issues that are going to be decided if this even gets to the Supreme Court, which I think is very unlikely. But even if it does, they are not going to be these issues of fairness. they are going to be very legal, technical issues regarding whether or not the state law itself is being complied with. And very, very limited issues about whether or not the state law itself is, quote, constitutional. Since the state law can be pretty much anything they want when it comes to a presidential election. You have no right to vote for the president. How many ways can I tell people this? They don't seem to grasp it. They're so, they're so bombarded with bullshit about watching the popular vote. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right now, the way it's set up is each state has its power. It has its representational, proportional power in the presidential vote. It doesn't matter if you win 100% of the vote in a state. The state only has the state's amount of representation because the people aren't even allowed to vote for the president under the Constitution. What does it take to get that through people's heads? And if you think that Amy Coney Barrett is going to somehow be on your side in this, an originalist is under no circumstances going to step in and disturb state laws regarding the vote. There's no way. That's way outside constitutional muster. and make any damn sense when the state can set up anything it wants. It's left to the state legislatures. The Supreme Court's not going to step in and say, this isn't a fair system the way you're doing it. It's not what they did in 2000. It's just not the way it's going to work. That's not the legal issue that will be before the court. It will be a technical legal issue before the court. And the reality is the state's free to run its election, set up its laws however they want to, for the most part, and then simply run it. And in this situation, it's already been up and down to multiple different Supreme Courts and everything else. And Pennsylvania's allowed to do what they want, and these states are simply counting the way they want to count. And 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 it's just not that much for the Supreme Court to get involved with when he says it's going to get decided there. I think he's kidding himself. He's hoping his supporters believe it. The simple fact is, he could still lose in Georgia or North Carolina. He could lose a couple extra votes out in Nevada and lose in in Michigan, and it would be over. If he just lost in North Carolina and Michigan and Nevada, it would be over. Pennsylvania wouldn't matter. Pennsylvania wouldn't matter. And so if you just look at the numbers, and like I said, I don't vote because it's all just a fraud. But using the narrative we're given this absurd narrative about waiting for this vote. We have to wait for a few thousand votes in some fucking state coming out of some little podunk county and such and such or some corrupt city where they're just creating Biden votes that we all have to sit around and wait for that. And when it, when we finally get that decision, well, then that's how it'll be ruled. Or maybe we can take it to the star chamber and the star chamber will make another ruling. And it's like, this has nothing to do with the people ruling themselves. This is 100% the people just giving up any possible authority into this insanity because the system doesn't scale. You can't have hundreds of millions of people waiting around looking for a couple of counties in Michigan or Wisconsin or Ohio or Georgia and checking to see how they're counting the votes there. And Are they, is there, are they cheating there? Are they not cheating? Are they throwing votes out? What the hell kind of system is this? to rule hundreds of millions of people. Nobody would agree to it. I would never agree to this. I would never agree that I will agree that however they count the votes in Detroit, Michigan, whatever the kind of rigged up scam system they care to, that's what will decide whether or not I have to live with whatever the fuck laws they care to dream up. It doesn't make sense. But the reality on this vote is that the Supreme Court is going to be very, very limited. Court oversight of something like this is very limited because you don't even have a right to vote for the president. It's going to strictly be a matter of whether or not they're complying with the state laws they've created that will apply in the election. Whatever they've created, they have to live with those. Now, they're free to change them, but each time they have to live with whatever's on the books. The Supreme Court's not going to go in there and disturb that. And you sure the hell aren't going to win if your idea is that, well, wait, we need to stop counting votes, that they shouldn't be counted after Election Day. You're never going to win that at the Supreme Court. They're not going to say, yeah, it just cuts off. There's an Election Day. Okay, that doesn't mean that you can't then keep counting the votes. There's no obligation to get them all counted up on Election Day. They aren't the same. If the vote was cast on Election Day, then it can be counted, and the state's free to count it however it cares to. In most states, there's not even an obligation for the electoral college individuals to have to vote the way the vote came out in their state. There's only some states that do, and there's huge amounts of legal questions about whether or not something like that's even enforceable. So there's countless legal issues, and all of them break against the idea that the court is gonna step in. The states are very, very free to figure out how they want to distribute their electoral votes. They just are. And originalists are not going to step in and fix that. They aren't. They're going to side on the side of giving discretion to the states themselves and how they run their own elections, because that's what an originalist would even believe. That's, that's Even if you imagine there is such a thing as an originalist, which is beyond absurd anyway, all the stuff is stupid. The idea there's a, a living, breathing constitution is even more ridiculous. All the stuff is utterly absurd because nobody's agreed to any of these rules, and you can't agree to a set of rules that nobody even knows what they are. Hi, this is Legal Man. If you enjoy the Quash, support it. Go over to my Patreon account at patreon.com/thequash and sign up. You get bonus shows, bonus material, and ad-free content. If you appreciate the unique perspective and information I provide, then support it. Go become a member. When you support the Quash, you also help get the truth out there. Let's get back to the show. Nobody's agreed to any of these rules. And you can't agree to a set of rules that nobody even knows what they are. And this stupid, crazy thing is showing that no one even knows what the rules are that we supposedly have all agreed to live by. It's just we have to wait to find out what the rules are we've supposedly agreed to. It's just everything about this is completely upside down, totally upside down. And if this insanity doesn't show you that the system we have doesn't scale, that you can't have this disagreement among this many people and then have one single unified system, kind of a one-size-fits-none system, then nothing will. We're just moving down the road of more and more and more tyranny. This is just tyranny of the highest level, right, on display for anybody who cares to look. But the nonstop brainwashing about the Constitution, the freedom, and the vote, and all these meaningless phrases that don't mean anything, when you get down in the details, as you can see, you get down in the details, it doesn't matter. The only option is to decentralize, start secession movements, decentralize, break the thing apart in a million different ways. So that people no longer have to be jammed together into a system they don't agree about. That's all. They can cooperate in other areas where they do agree. And in the areas they don't agree, they don't cooperate because they have their own system running. But I hope you at least now understand that this all this fighting about whether it's going to go to the Supreme Court or not, so many misunderstandings about what that would even mean. But fundamentally, people are going to sit around and wait for a star chamber to tell them what happened and what they've agreed to and what we now have to live with see, every part of this makes no sense with freedom and liberty and individual choice and consent and all these things. No no part of the system we're looking at makes any sense. I've never agreed that if a few extra thousand people whack jobs out in California or Massachusetts or New York, decide to throw some votes in in a certain way or rig up a system, that therefore I'll live with whatever their crooks they get elected, decide to impose on me. I've never agreed to anything like that. Who would? I'm in a minority. Why would I agree to be ruled by a majority who cares to do anything they want to me? See, none of the system works. (sighs) Well, I'll be interested to see what happens as we move forward, strictly as a curiosity for me, because I know where we're going to all end up anyway in 10 years or 20 years. Both sides are basically all the same. Neither side disagrees about massive amounts of debt, endless fucking war, police state, vaccinations. They, They agree about all the stuff the government's in charge of education, Department of Homeland Security, and restrictions on travel, and EPA, and every fucking thing is licensed and registered. They all agree about all those basic things. So I know where we're going. I hope you understand at least a little bit about the legal situation with regards to the courts and what may or may not even get before the courts. That's it. I know it's not a full show length, but that's all I really wanted to say about it. I hope people find it helpful and uh, helps them cut through the bullshit they're going to be fed all day and for God knows how long over the next week or two. You can always follow me on Twitter. I'm Man at U.S. Law Review. If you like what I have to say, I say a bunch of other stuff. I've got bonus shows, bonus material inside my Patreon account. That's patreon.com slash thequash. Go over there, join up, support the show. If you want someone to tell you the truth like I do, then just go support the show. You can subscribe to my podcast. I'm available most all podcast players. And like I said, if you want to support someone telling you the truth, then join my Patreon account. And if I don't see you in there, I'll see you on Twitter. That's the end of the show. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care.